You are listening to Work Human Radio, pioneered by Global Force, bringing more humanity to today's workplaces. You are enjoying our special edition coverage recorded live from Austin, Texas, and Work Human 18. And now, here are today's hosts. All right. Good morning and welcome back to Work Human Radio. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Rayanne Thorne, kicking off day three. Day three. This has been such a great conference. I love coming to Work Human. I do, too. I mean, what a... Thank God we still have a, a third day. I Because mean, it's so invigorating. The conversations we've had at this show have the, been just... The best. They've been stellar. I mean, I've learned so much. It's, I'm excited to, to go back and then you know, rethink everything that we've talked about with the guests and listen to them again and make some notes and, you know, write about it. It's just been such a really full, personally fulfilling experience. Well, and uh, not to be so bold, but I think that's the experience that most people have at this event. It's I not hope just so. us. I hope We're so. We're lucky because we get to talk to some really <laughs> cool people in a very intimate way. But, but uh, ah, this is just good stuff. Well, we got a nice kickoff for the day. We too, do. So let's get to it. We're joined now by Stacy Rogers. <laughs> She's in leadership development with WestJet. Stacy, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good to have you. I appreciate you starting off the day with us, getting up bright and early to join us. My pleasure. Before we uh, get into our conversation, Stacy, take a minute and tell us a bit about you, your background, and tell us about the work that's going on at WestJet. Yeah, you bet. I'll, I'll start by telling you a little bit about who WestJet is. Uh, if you have a lot of American listeners, you might not know us. We're the second largest airline in Canada. Um, we've been around for 22 years. And we're just in the process of really expanding and going global. So we started out as a really small carrier in the low-cost carrier space modeled after Southwest um, 22 years ago. And have really grown to now 175 destinations in 21 different countries with our partner airlines. And we're expanding into wide-body aircraft uh, and looking at the global market starting next year. Alex, that's very exciting. That is yeah. exciting. I just got the chills for you. Right. That is a little scary, a little exciting, all of the above. It is. And I, I started as a flight attendant in, in 2002, which was hands down one of the best jobs I've ever had. So like if you're ever looking to change gigs, uh, it's a pretty amazing one. I got to, to travel around the country and see places that I probably never would have, have seen otherwise. And I remember in 2002, you know, the furthest we flew was, was Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, oh, wow. And then fast forward to where we are now, and, and it's definitely a lot Isn't different. that a little scary weather flying into Winnipeg? Some, some days, isn't it kind of crazy? That's just... Straight Canadian that's weather. Just Canadian. <laughs> In other words, every flight's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's just okay. normal. Well, I'm a California girl. I don't understand these things. Right? See, uh, I would never make it in an airline. I was going to suggest. The reason is because I would just, if I was a pilot, I would just be on the PA the whole flight. Saying, hey, look at that cool mountain over there. And if you look to your left, you're going to see. Anyway, I don't think it would. Passengers would appreciate. Yeah, there's a flight attendant now. <laughs> I don't see you as a flight attendant either. Oh, no, I'd be one of those guys that would be doing all the jokes. And yeah, saying, he'd you know, be at the front rapping as he's giving the <laughs> intro. <laughs> so, um, uh, Stacy, I know that you have been working on a recognition program over mm. at WestJet. So tell us a little bit about that and the impact that it's had on your employees. Sure, yeah. So we have um, Global Force as our platform for our recognition program, and we call it our, our High Five program. And we've had high fives around for, for a couple of years, but before that, I mean, we could even go back to, to 1996. And if you had a pen and a piece of paper, we had a recognition program. It has been built into who we are since the very beginning. It, it's 
catch people doing something right and then and then let them know in the moment and take a moment to write it down. So using the Global Force platform for High Fives has made it so much easier because we have technology to recognize one another. Um, and we have an app, which means it's as easy as texting someone. Oh, that's to great. Say, this is the thing that I saw and this is what I appreciate about you. The other thing that is incredibly important, and I'll talk about it in a couple different contexts. One, we're, we're spread out, obviously, globally, mostly across Canada. And so you're going to cross paths with West Jetters, which is what we call ourselves, West Jetters. Uh, we're not employees. We're West Jetters. And so you're going to cross paths with, with West Jetters that you may not ever meet again. And that's just the nature of our business. And so if you have this opportunity and you see somebody do something amazing, whether it's your flight crew or the customer service agent or whoever it is, you actually need to take that moment to, to recognize them, to say, I noticed this, this made a difference. Because potentially you may not ever see that person again. And, and we're 13,000 people and, and growing, but because of the nature of our work spread across the country and, and soon the world, you just won't, won't ever see the same faces all the time. Well, you know, now, speaking from a customer perspective, mm -hmm. where I, you know, nine times out of ten, a flight somewhere is a fine experience. Mm -hmm. I, I, the weather's okay, there's no, no delays, and it's just a fine experience. Yeah. My luggage gets there when it needs to get there. But there's obviously times when nature intrudes, and there's massive delays, and there's weather problems, and sometimes there's mechanical issues, and stuff happens. Yeah. And it's a tense environment because passengers are they're tired, nervous. They're, they're nervous, yeah. they're frustrated because they want to get home or they want to get to work or whatever. And I'll, I'll admit to being one of those people that sometimes gets a little unruly. No. And so, so <laughs> these, your, these ticket agents, for instance, they get a lot of abuse. Mm -hmm. And so it, how great would it be to get some recognition from a colleague saying, hey, you handled that yeah. bad situation really that. well. That would help me get through the day and help me inspire me to say, all right, that, I'm glad someone appreciates that. And then inspires me to take better care of our customers. Is that a scenario that's, that seems pretty real? A hundred percent. I would say that for the most part, our, so our people are amazing and our guests are amazing. And it's a bit of a chicken and the egg, like which one came first? Right, right, you know, right, right. Or, were our people really great and that's what made our guests great or, or the other way around. And we are still going to have people because they do get frustrated and you're in a situation where maybe you're not flying all the time and it's not your normal right, right. and or your, your bag has lost all the things that you, you just mentioned. So absolutely, to, to say that someone like noticed how you handled that situation or how you went above and beyond or how you took care of that guest is going to encourage that behavior. The other thing that it does is because we have the app, you can actually scroll through and you can see what other high fives your colleagues have gotten. So all around you. So it can give you that inspiration for what good looks like, for what great looks like. Because I know our West Shutters out there doing amazing work and amazing guest experience every day. And if you need a new idea on how to elevate that or, hey, what are your peers in Toronto doing? What are people in Vancouver doing? It gives you that connection point to... <clears throat> And JetBlue actually talked about this in, in their presentation, Mike Elliott. Um, but to, to kind of bottle up some of that good stuff. So on your bad days, you're like, how do I unbottle this and take some of it? Because, you know, it's, today is not my best. Mm -hmm. yeah, li listening to you, it feels like you've actually wrapped your company in this whole work human movement. Mm. It feels like you've really taken a hold of it, that, that WestJet is embracing the idea of what work human is all about, whether it's being excited about recognition or if it's helping your employees to understand what a great, if it's helping WestJetters understand what a great <laughs> experience it is to be a WestJetter. Yeah. So tell us how 
coming to this event. Is this your first time? This is my first time. It's amazing. What has it been like for you? Do you feel like you've gained some more perspective of what other organizations are going through? Are you going home with lots of ideas? Uh, Yes and yes. So uh, a lot of it is like, hey, we're doing things right. You know, there's a bit of validation as Good. I'm hearing That's really speakers. Important. Yeah, and, and talking to, to other people. I've had a chance to connect uh, with people from JetBlue and Southwest Airlines and Air New Zealand. And so being able to talk to, to our peers in the industry and really giving us the, yeah, we, we were doing some things right, which is encouraging. And and I've gotten so many ideas, like who can listen to Brene Brown and not have yeah. new ideas? <laughs> or listen to Sean Anker and not have new ideas. And so it's always... We, we have built recognition and we have built a culture of care into who we are since 1996. And that's always been an incredibly important part of recruiting and taking care of one another and the way we do business. And how do we continue to evolve that? Because it doesn't just stay, it doesn't happen by itself. We, ha- we, we create our culture with intention and we want to continue to move our culture of care as we continue to grow. I, well, I love that. It's that. Yeah, that's the point I want to make. I mean, working human is one thing when you have 100 employees all under one roof. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that could almost be more tricky, right? Because yeah. they're all there, you know what I mean? But you're so spread out globally yeah. that mm-hmm. employee engagement is so much more important with that. And yeah. it sounds like this program of yours and this buy-in and belief in the work human movement is really facilitating some really good engagement there. I mean, where do you think, I'm sure you're probably thinking there's ways we can continue to build on this and grow. Any any thoughts on where you think you can take it from here? Well, you know what, I'm really proud of the work that our our senior leaders have done specifically with the contact center. Uh, So our call center is all home reservation agents. So they work out of their home. And so if you think about, um, so they're a remote workforce. They're not seeing their leaders every single day. They're not talking to them every day. And if you think about the airline industry, you're going to see that in flight attendants. You're going to see that in pilots, even customer service agents to some degree. And so our call center leaders specifically have been incredible about using the high five program and they have used quotas and to some leaders that there's a bit of a controversy that it seems disingenuous or inauthentic to say you have to hit x amount of high fives per day per week per month and our leaders have made it part of the way they do business and so they've built a habit that's looking for things that's what i was going to say it's it's like getting in the habit of smiling yes because you can you can be grumpy but Mm -hmm. if you smile the person next to you is no longer yeah. reflecting that grumpy face you had. You know, so it's it can be contagious, and it does become the habit. So it mm-hmm. sounds like, well, at first it might seem disingenuous. What happens is you start to build that habit of thanking, recognition, yeah. thanking people for being kind or doing their job well. We we get so caught up in, well, it is your job. You are earning right. a paycheck. Yeah. How much more do you need? Yeah, you're meeting expectations. That's what I, I that's what you signed up for. Right. And let's recognize them for meeting expectations because that's fantastic. And the impact of showing up in your uniform and looking professional and looking really good. Here's how that impacts the guests. Here's how that impacts the business. And that's a conversation we're having. You know, it's it's all about that that making the employees feel, making your WestJetters feel valued. Yeah. Right. And then they want to contribute more. And I would say the only thing that would be disingenuous or inauthentic would be if you're copying and pasting the exact same recognition. Right. to everyone and then you know they, they're going to talk and they're going to know and, and that's going to feel but if, if it's in your calendar that's not the disingenuous thing if you're like finding a real thing that I want to recognize you for right? or I want to say that I value or I appreciate you for that's real 
that's real. How do you how does this program affected your ability internally to deal with feedback and provide feedback to your rush jetters who, you know, like you talking about how you could scroll through the app and look at what yeah. others have handled situations and say, oh, here's an idea on how I could improve or handle such a situation. But, you know, humans don't like to get negative feedback. So how, do, how has this program affected that ability of your organization to be able to teach people and say, hey, here's how you handle it and here's something that you can do to do that even better. How is that, is that process improved as a result of this foundation of this high five culture? Uh, I would say there are probably two separate things. So uh, what I focus on in my role is leadership development. So I have the opportunity to work with every single level of leadership in our organization and um, through classroom facilitated sessions and, and some pre-work and some post-work, we spend time on the skills that they need to have as leaders in order to develop their people. And one of those skills is around feedback. And so one of the biggest things that I'm taking away from this conference, because I've spent so much of my career teaching people how to deliver feedback well, whether that be recognition or this is your area of opportunity, is David Rock saying, stop giving feedback. Yeah. Right? Stop giving feedback and start asking for feedback, which is a philosophy I've, I've known to for a bit, but just to hear him say that there's science behind it, I, I'm, I'm all in. And so... In our, our courses with our with our leaders, we spend a lot of time on not only like here's the right way to deliver it, but also we spend a lot of time on coaching, which is kind of what David Rock is saying is, is how do you get them to give feedback to themselves? And so you're eliminating that threat response and they're not putting up that wall and becoming defensive and yep. instead asking a, a powerful question or so what would you do differently? I'm really mm -hmm. curious what happened to get us here and, and coming from this place of genuine curiosity as it's opposed not, to instead of me. pointing the finger like this, you're saying, "Who wants help that?" Me. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is that it, pointing the finger, even if your intention is good, might still show up as judgment to the other person. And so to to use language like "I'm curious," we actually can't hold curiosity and judgment in our mind at the same time. And so it's actually a like a Jedi mind trick for yourself to be to say, "I'm curious," will bring you into this place of curiosity. It changes the, the dynamic I instantly when you, wow. when you talk about curiosity in that, yeah. in that framework. That's brilliant. Well, yeah, I think you hit on a really key point earlier in the, in the conversation. You said you had validation mm -hmm. when you were, I think that's another reason why this event is so powerful for so many people because these are all, there's nothing new here, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we all, when, when you hear about what the work human movement's all about, these are all things that we intrinsically know. Yep. And we deep down feel them for whatever reason, culture, business culture has not necessarily provided a framework where that was. A, but when you come here and you say, okay, I'm not the only person that feels this way. Mm -hmm. and, and there's others that feel this way. And, and I think that's a, I think it's a, I think you to help me better understand why it's this a great is distinction. so powerful. Because mm -hmm. it does validate these things that we all deeply know inside, right? Well, when you're here, you're surrounded by a bunch of really great humans who are all like-minded and believe that you know believe what we believe and and know that it's people that that actually go out and and make this work happen and and make a difference in the world. Mm -hmm. I I just love when we get to speak with people who bring something new to it. It seems like everybody that we've had the opportunity to chat with at this conference has had a new takeaway. Mm. You know, and the curiosity thing is not something we've heard. So I really love that, that you were able to articulate that so well and, and help us to gain a new or a different understanding. It's, it's just 
been such a great conversation. Thank you. Well, thank you. Well, I want to be Westerner. I want to be. In, Me I too. Wanna, I want to do the safety dance. I may have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stacey, we're going to let you go. Before we do that, however, uh, should anyone have any questions of you? How can they find you? And where can they learn more about all the great things happening at WestJet? Sure, yeah. If you want to find me, the, the best way is going to be on LinkedIn. So it's Stacey Rogers, uh, Rogers with a D, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. Uh, and I'm happy, like, send me a message. I'm happy to answer any questions or chat to people. If you want to know more about WestJet, check out WestJet.com is the easiest place to, to find us. Yeah, I imagine you book flights there as well, yes? Yes, yeah, <laughs> you right. bet. And we do fly into the United States. So not Austin, but you'll find us in a lot of destinations. You go to Chicago? We do go to Chicago. Ooh, yeah. uh-huh. there you go. Which airport? One or both of them? Uh, I think O'Hare. Got it. All right. Stacey Rogers, just leadership development for WestJet. Stacey, it was great to have you. Thanks, Thanks for Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure Thank you. was ours. All right. It's all the time we have for now. Todd and Rand signing off for the moment, but don't worry. Work Human Radio will be right back. Work Human Radio is brought to you by Global Force, pioneers of the Work Human Movement. Global Force helps make work more human for millions of people and organizations worldwide. Learn more by visiting workhuman.com and join the Work Human movement by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and the Work Human Community Forum on LinkedIn. Thanks again for listening to Work Human Radio.